Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's episode number 23 of the Fantasy Cast. I'm Lachlan McTagg. Joined alongside me is Ty White. Unfortunately, Christian Haggith could not make it back with us today. He's got some important schoolwork to focus on, so we wish him nothing but the best in that, obviously. Um, Ratings are going to go through the roof on this episode. Oh, jeez. No, don't do it like that. Christian's been wonderful with us. He's, he's done terrific. Um, but yeah, episode episode 23. Last week, we didn't really talk about too much. We just had a bit of a laid-back episode, but there is this thing called, uh, oh yeah, the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Um, but before we jump into that, Ty... We, we got to start, you know, how, how's life, man? It's wonderful. Well, obviously Super Bowl week is very special. So you're looking forward to that. It's a week of healthy eating until the clock ticks to 12 zero zero on Super Bowl Sunday. Then it's just a day of eating. I mean, it's Thanksgiving on crack. You're going in for everything. Diets are thrown out the window. So I'm like, that's obviously going to be fun, but doing well. Recently signed for three on three basketball, Lachlan played four wow. years in high school drop like 25 points a game just how it's going to be and yeah super bowl special episode we haven't done a super bowl special auckland in a year throwback oh to God, when we yeah. were on a show called sac today at our at our high school that had over 600 hits so yeah that was uh that was something special we just we we came up with the idea us two last year we we hosted a, a segment on on the the new show there called the sports desk we had so much, I'd, I, I don't know, I had so much fun producing that show and doing that show, but the Super Bowl special was something else. Like, we just asked some outrageous questions. I went around our boarding houses and asked, like, the most unsuspecting people, like, just weird questions. Yeah. And it merged together yeah. perfectly. And it, 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 it worked perfectly. It was hilarious. We got good reviews on it. So, um, this one's probably going to be a bit more in-depth and a bit more, like, football-related, I'd say, than our our sports desk Super Bowl special. We don't have anyone um, interview except each other. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be a little bit more in depth for sure. But uh, I'm glad everything's good on your end. Though. That's uh, also yeah. con- congrats. Congrats. You were telling me before the show, I'll just make this known to everybody that you're doing color commentary for the Ryerson women's basketball team. That's fantastic. Uh, nothing but the best. I know you, you're saying you're doing notes for like two hours. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Taking notes a lot. Cause I've done PAing before I have a job as a PA announcer. Uh, but this is the first time I'm actually getting called to do, it's called Rams live and broadcast on OUA.tv, which is really cool. So I'm looking forward to that. But Lachlan, we both got haircuts, which is we good. Did. How, how, how are you doing? Oh yeah. I'm, uh, I'm doing all right here. It's, uh, the weather's been so weird. It's it's been like flooding and like now it's like above zero Celsius here. It's like, yeah, like they it's it's just it's just been strange. You know, we've gotten rain, a little bit of snow. There's been just ice everywhere parts, but the weather it's it's been weird. But hockey wise, we're we're trending in the in the right direction now. We've won three in a row, oh. um, which is nice. We have seven games left in the regular season before playoffs. We actually have a game tomorrow, or I guess tomorrow, as in like it, like the date of which we're recording. Today. But but today, technically, by the by the time the episode is out, the game will have already happened. So this is kind of weird that I'm talking about it. But anyway, um, but yeah, we have seven games left until uh, the end of the regular season. We're right now in the middle of the pack, just kind of fighting for playoff position right now. Um, just need to win games really and just get the job done. But 
it's been uh it's been all right that's awesome man good to hear it and i'm just so happy that we like build up all season we started from preseason to now it's the super bowl is finally here and we that's get nuts i'm looking forward to it lock what do we got for today what's the schedule looking like well uh first off we're gonna go in depth a little bit into the matchups to the teams talk about the game itself because it's the people's super bowl no you, you can't go wrong with the super bowl it's it's fantastic Mm-hmm. Uh, t- we're talking matchups, even potential MVPs, and then after we're gonna get into a little fun. We're gonna give some prop bets for you, and we haven't been we haven't been ones who've known to dip our toe into the sports betting side mm-hmm. of uh, of fantasy football and football, and uh, the Super Bowl is just betting galore. Yeah, um, personally, I've never been a betting man. Myself. Oh, ne- neither, neither have I. I've I've in the past in recent years though, I've gotten to understand it more. Yeah. But oh, I've yeah. never I understand it quite yeah. well. I, I've never I, I've never bet on any sports game. No, period. Because that could be it'd be a dangerous thing if you get addicted to that. Yeah, so careful. Calculate. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into some prop bets, and I think I think some of them you guys are gonna laugh at. They're gonna be they're gonna be pretty funny. Um, pretty humorous. But, but before we that, you want to yeah. let's talk about something that's even more humorous than and a, a Super Bowl prop bets. Now is the Pro Bowl. Oh and my that god, <laughs> joke. That was a. That was punchline of the NFL season. Yeah, I it, ten second synopsis. It was essentially a two hand touch game where players were running half ass. Herbert won offensive MVP. Max Crosby won defensive MVP. That's all you need to know about that. Period. Stephon Diggs caught a touchdown, and Trayvon Diggs was going for the tackle, and he fell. That was yep. that was pretty funny. He pointed, but yeah, it was him. like it was funny because do you know that you you probably know that guy on tiktok he's on instagram too it's uh like coach 30 yeah absolutely you know like not really an athlete and yeah 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 he did a hilarious pro bowl video <laughs> and then he just shows a clip he shows a clip and he's like you know like i mean look how hard these defensive linemen are working and like the <laughs> linemen are just like literally standing straight up and the uh, offensive de- and defensive linemen just have their hands on each other's shoulders. It's just hilarious. But you know what? I man, I, I don't blame them because the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl is just gonna be even more of a joke, too. Because why would you risk playing like a, a full out game after you've played a, a, a season? Plus, a, some of these players have played in playoffs, right? Like, yeah, why would you yeah, like sure. the fact that the fact that they're the fact that like they, they're actually there, like the fact that Stefan digs like a week or two, like two, you know, two weeks after like a pretty crushing loss yeah and the chiefs attending the pro bowl yeah like the the fact that those the fact that those guys are there is crazy yeah 49ers too i mean Debo was there and yeah that's that's asking that's asking a lot of these players mentally to to shake off a a season-ending loss when you've worked since i don't know july august Mm-hmm. work towards something and it comes down to one game and then you have a crushing loss and then, it, and then you, you got to come back next week and be like oh you know it's the pro bowl <laughs> yeah like and it's tough it, was, it wasn't the most thank god for micah parsons and max crosby those guys were going i think parsons actually made the first tackle of the game um <laughs> like actual tackle so you know it's always a fun event but that's just the nature of the sport you can't be going 100 like people are missing obviously missing because he passed away but sean taylor when he actually played there was that oh that, was playing pro hit the fake oh. punt that the, the punters trying to run and he comes just no. 110 decks him like RJ Umber that's laid flat on the ice. I mean that, that was literally what it was like. That's gotta be that's gotta be one of my favorite like football clips. Yeah. 
is literally pro Sean Taylor, rest in peace, in the Pro Bowl. The whole crowd just goes like, oh, like you're not, you don't do that in an all. In well, a real you you game? pull it, you pull a fake punt in the Pro Bowl, but you don't get like yes. you don't like deck someone in the you like that you was you uh, light up people. Let alone no, I know tackle people in the Pro Bowl. Like he didn't care, and that's I respect him so much. But yeah, the Pro Bowl is just I don't know. It's it is not, what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. But the Super Bowl is here, so real football. Like, yes. People, when, when yes. we see a good tackle, we're just gonna everyone's gonna be so happy. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. So, uh, Ty, why don't you hop in with maybe a little bit matchups? Talk about the, the Super Bowl a little bit because, I mean, it's – again, I said it off the hop, but it, it it's just an ideal matchup. It is a very ideal so matchup. So good. Like you said, it's the, it's the people's matchup. It's a – you don't really hate anyone here. Like I mentioned to you before that the AFC championship matchup was my nightmare matchup because you had the Chiefs and – uh, and Mahomes. On the other end, you had someone who's in Herbert's draft class who was drafted before him, and he's already won three playoff games. Herbert hasn't even been in a playoff game yet. However, that's not to say that I don't respect Joe Burrow. And you know, a bit of a soft spot for him. He he dressed he dressed like the Rock, like he, the way he showed up to the AFC Championship game. Um, he's a really funny guy, he, and he's he's really relaxed. I respect him a lot. Um, so it's a good matchup for. America and the world in in that sense but it's also a very interesting matchup because you have a team with an elite offense and good receiving course both have good receiving course and running, a, a revamped running game too Reva- to for sure revamped right? running game I mean you look at yeah like um Mixon and uh, Akers Henderson uh but it's just an all-around, it's a pretty good matchup. The weak point here, and this is the thing that many people think will decide the game, including myself, um, is the offensive lines. I mean, the Rams are a pretty solid offensive line. Andrew Whitworth also, he was actually a Bengal, which is pretty cool. He's facing his old team, and he, he's the only left tackle to ever start in the NFL over the age of 40. Um, which Crazy. Is, which is, that's amazing. It's, it's it, Let alone it being a 20-year-old, 3-year-old, it's hard. You're 40 and you're doing this. He's, he's like the Brady of left tackles. Yeah, in, he's, in, no, uh, he seriously is because yeah. playing quarterback for, whatever, 15 NFL seasons is a lot different than being a, a lineman for 15 sure. NFL seasons. I, like, and yeah, like he can sit in the pocket, Brady, and, you know, it's more of a technical thing, but Whitworth's in the trenches. And one every play. The, yeah, it's, it's hard work. But it's going to be interesting because – the they were criticized in early on and rightfully so the Bengals for having a pretty tragic offensive line. Um, yeah. Just, just result of not drafting um, in that particular position and not too much talent being there, but it's worked out for them so far. Um, the closest they come to losing has been that first game against the Titans when Joe Burrow was sacked eight, nine times, which usually no team comes I would winning a game of getting sacked that many times. So the most interesting part we would see the Rams D line um, against this O line. Now, I personally think that will be the deciding factor as you know, Aaron Donald, 12.5 sacks in the season. Von Miller has 9.5 and um, oh my gosh, just forgot his name, but someone else has, has 9.5. That's, that's combined over like near 30 sacks. That is, that is incredible. It's a sizable um, margin. It's, it's going to be very difficult if the Rams can't manage that. They're going to have to play – sorry, the Bengals can't manage that. They're going to have to play an efficient game passing the ball. Um, it's, it's weird because you can't run Aaron Donald. <laughs> you can't sit back and get too much time to let Aaron Donald and that D-line come at you. So I think it's going to be really interesting. But 
looking back in the past, I mean, you've had, um, you might have a Cinderella story, right, O-line. Like there was one where I believe it was the Packers were playing the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. I think it was 1998. Was and that John? Was that John Elway's final game? I, it might have been John oh, okay. Elway's final game, but they were expected to lose that game. Or it was it was a Super Bowl where the the Broncos won, and their O line viewed as very small, and it looked like they were going to get crushed that game. Um, and they were actually they played amazing. They were the a great reason why the Broncos were able to win that game. So it ultimately comes down to the Bengals O line in this one. Uh, in my opinion, that's the biggest part. Stopping 30 sacks, giving your quarterback time uh, to have a good game. Obviously, Joe is already one of the best in the game right now. Definitely top, probably say seven or eight range for sure. Um, it's going to be inter- interesting. Do you have any thoughts yourself, Lachlan? I'm sure you got yeah, I, I think for for Cincinnati, I mean, I wonder how often you look to, to screen passes throughout the game and trying to, to mobilize your offensive line um away from Aaron Donald um either try and double team him on a screen pass or 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 something because if if you if you try and run the ball through the gaps like they're gonna the Rams are gonna get you no matter where if you sit back and try and look for receivers downfield the pocket's gonna collapse pretty quick and Joe Burrow is a pretty mobile QB and he can take a hit so the Bengals probably aren't necessarily worried about him like getting sacked. It's just a matter of can he can, can the O-line hold up when they only rush four? Yeah. Right? Because as soon as the Rams start rushing five, six, you know, then any team, regardless of their of of, of the skill of their O-line, is is gonna be in a bit of hot water up against that Rams D-line, right? Sure. So if, if the Bengals can kind of hold their own to a certain extent and allow Burrow a little bit of time when the, when the Rams rush for, because we we're talking about their D line, but their, their secondary is also pretty, pretty good. <laughs> right. Like they have, they have good corners, obviously Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, of course. And then Eric Weddle, I was watching yeah, film on came him. Out of retirement. Yeah, he didn't yeah. really make plays in the secondary and the no. games that he's played. But if you know, he's been a great run stopper. He's been clutch on run stopping, actually. They had some amazing plays where he just clogs the lane. He's a very instinctive uh, safety. I remember when he, obviously, he's a Chargers fan. You remember when he played for your team? Uh, and he was, a, he was a great safety. Um, and I was surprised because, you know, sometimes you bring in veterans late in the season or and it seems too good to be true. And usually it is too good to be true. And it doesn't eventually pan out, but it's working for them so far. It's yeah. just, the team is so dynamic in every aspect. You have Stafford, who's just he deserves this so much. I'm so happy for him that he's finally getting his opportunity. Um, he, he probably deserves it more than anyone to actually be there and probably win. I'd say second would be Aaron Donald because I mean, that guy is the difference is Aaron Donald's been to a Super Bowl, though. For Aaron, sure, he has the, been the, the difference is Aaron Donald's been to a Super Bowl, and him and his defense certainly did their job in that Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. Um, Allowing yeah. 12 points against Tom Brady, like yeah. that, uh, you just you have, you feel for him a little bit. So he's he's very deserving of it as well. Um, also mentioned Wentworth uh, for people who deserve to win the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, I I feel like the the uh, the Bengals defensively throughout the playoffs they just they've just stepped up in just key moments all around the field. Like you look in the Kansas City game, yeah. They stepped up big time on point. numerous occasions. 
against a very talented offense, maybe even more talented than the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, you're you're totally right. Making good picks. Um, they, like I used the word instinctive before. They have very instinctive plays over there. Even uh, Trey yeah. Hendrickson on on defense, he's phenomenal. He's had his best year yet. And yeah. It's it's really showing. Um, pretty good in the run game as well. The Rams don't have an amazing run game. I mean, they have, they have a, the Rams don't have an amazing run game. But one thing I think could come out of this game is that they will be that the Bengals will be so focused on stopping Cooper Cup that the moment the Rams try and run the ball, they're just going to get slaughtered. Yeah, right. I, mean, I, I don't know. Okay, there's well just there's there's just potential for that because. No, Obviously, sure. McVay's a genius, and he yeah. can read the game so well, and he can his memory is so good that he knows exactly what play is gonna, gonna be called against him. Right? Yeah, that that awesome video that came out. He was it, even when he was on uh, when he was a coordinator in Washington, he was recalling plays of what actually happened, which is just ridiculous. I mean, well, that 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 oh, we're getting off topic here, but that staff that they had Shanahan there, they had Kyle Shanahan, and, and uh, then they Matt had. Lefler. Yes. Now that and they still went like three head coaches. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's three insane. head coaches. That's three insane. like good quality head coaches. Absolutely. But, three three fantastic coaches in the NFL. Yeah. Right now. I mean, it, those probably are like three of the best. The top 10. Yeah. Three of the best. Argue, arguably, obviously, but yeah, like Matt yeah. Lafleur hasn't had a season below what like. 11 12 wins yet yeah it is green bay for sure anyway we're getting off topic here very very no but you're you're right um that's impressive but the other player was um that i want to mention was malcolm floyd i think it was uh with 9.5 actually let me did i get that wrong again leonard floyd i i said malcolm will get it to you leonard floyd he's an amazing player as well he is um yeah but i'm really looking forward to this matchup another really interesting thing is um the receiver DB matchups. I mean, you yep. look at the number ones, you have Cooper cup on Jalen. Uh, sorry. You have Cooper cup on probably like Eli Apple. Would I assume would be the one to, to take him. He's, he I might mean, have, he might have to get some, some safety help. There. Absolutely. You, you have need help some safety help linebacker, but um, I think um, Zach Taylor is a good coach. Actually. Um, if people didn't think he was a good coach and went three and 13, but that wasn't really his fault in the end. It was injuries and stuff like that. No. He needs some time to rebuild because he was a fairly new coach, but He's done. A, he's done a great job. I think they'll have a good game plan. I think the Bengals will keep this one in the ballpark. Um, but in the end, yeah, I, I just think I think that what's gonna what what could happen here is that the Bengals will start off well, but I feel like the Rams will just set a pace for the whole game and just maintain that pace. Whereas I feel like in, in the in the latter portion of the games, I think I think Cincinnati might just just burn out mentally because yeah. there's there's so many veterans on that. Rams team yeah right guy. and and, and again I've that. talked about I talked about this in the past about how Aaron Donald stepped up when he was challenged by Von Miller yeah and I mean those those two in a dressing room together like Von Miller's won a Super Bowl man he wants to do that again yeah everyone in that room wants to do it solely for Aaron Donald yeah and Matt Sta- like Matt Stafford obviously yes but that Matt Stafford's got to the playoffs right yeah. like he's he, with, he, with not the greatest of teams as well. That's, I think that's an important thing to mention. But um, he, well, and he's, he's got to the Super Bowl now and people are like, okay, Matt, like Stafford can do this, but yeah, we I, need I, to I, rally I, around Aaron Donald. And this, I, he's just going to be a, a loose cannon out there and just be firing on all cylinders and just. He's never, that. 
I don't remember a bad game that Aaron Donald's ever had. And he's, he's no. always, he's always ready for the big moments. And even when he played at, at, he played at Penn. A lot of people forget that he played at yeah. Penn, not Penn State, like Penn, uh, sorry, but Pitt played at Pitt. Played Pitt. Why did I say Pittsburgh? Yeah, I said Penn State, uh, University of Pittsburgh. He was yeah. great there, yeah. but not highly recruited at a high school. Uh, Neither was Cooper Cup. No, now there's, Cooper, now there's a lot of the players on this team. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but he's, I think he's just going to take over. He's going to show up so ready. He's been waiting this moment his entire life, and he knows. He, it's, not, it's not a secret that the O-line has been questionable on the other side of the ball. Yeah. He's ready to tear them he, to shreds. Yeah, he, he smells blood. Absolutely. Right? And you know? the other thing I wanted to mention, too, because I forgot we were going through matchups before, you also have – you have Jalen Ramsey covering probably Jamar wow. Chase. That should be really cool. That's going to be <laughs> a cool matchup. Head. But yeah, arguably on the, the Bengals, Bengals side of the ball, you got to look for big games from T. Higgins or Boyd Absolutely. or even Uzima to, to step in because he's been kind of quiet in the playoffs. Oh, he hasn't had a big game in a long time. No. But you're right. T. Higgins will probably be one of the deciding factors if the Bengals are able to stay in this. Um, yeah. It, it's really neat. Uh, let's pull up. We're, we're going through some neat stats let's pull up some stats as i mentioned this is an all sec championship quarterback matchup it is um in the super bowl last last time that happened was manning newton i was mentioned super bowl 50 we go back further super bowl oh my god i forget which one it was but it was it's manning and grossman you probably don't know grossman he was a florida quarterback um and then the other earliest matchup is uh fran tarkenton who was a great um that's a great name. Minnesota viking uh, yeah, and then uh, he played Ken Stabler, uh, who uh, was a great quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. I don't know if it was Oakland at that point. I don't know if it was Los Angeles or something like that. But there's a, this is the fourth time in history that it's an all-SEC quarterback matchup. That's it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. And something else probably noteworthy to mention. This this is a fact. I'm pulling this up from CBS Sports. Crazy but true, the Bengals wearing their black uniforms for the Super Bowl. They'll be wearing their black uniforms. And teams that do not wear white in the Super Bowl – are 20 and 35 all time since Super Bowl 39. Uh, and since Super Bowl 39, they are three and 14. That's a 0.176 winning record. So, yeah. Numbers don't really lie. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, I mean, how, how many, uh, I mean, I guess that the one Super Bowl I can think when Brady lost in white or, or lost in white was in against Philly. Yeah. When he dropped the, pass <laughs> that was the philly special but then in 2000 in 2008 the patriots wore blue and yeah the giants that was when the giant that was when tyree had the helmet catch and they were white I think every time they played the giants they wore blue fascinating the Super Bowl. uh yeah yeah that was that was a crazy game i but, hope uh, more than any, so the, so the Bengals. Are, so I would, would the are the the rams better not be wearing their, their like bone colored jerseys oh it's it's not the bone marrow it's the white ones okay good good those are the I ones don't like that, the bone marrow ones. No, no, because they're, they're white ones. They're like what, whatever they call them, like modern throwbacks. I think they call them. Those should just be their away jerseys. Those just should have been their away jerseys from the start. I like this. The only thing whatever. that people right, probably yeah. don't like about the Rams is their jerseys. Uh, like their old jerseys were. Their old jerseys were so good. I, I but totally I don't know. know. Especially the one where it was just like it was like throwback to Eric Dickerson era, where it was just yellow on top of blue. That was so nice. Uh, one thing I also want to mention coming into this matchup, we have a super, former Super Bowl MVP on defense also playing in in Von Miller. Yep. And since joining the Rams, this is really interesting. He's uh, he had 16 tackles for a loss that ranks first since he joined the Rams. Seven sacks, which ranks fourth, 
and 46 pressures, which is tied for 10th. I mean, this D-line is ridiculous. Like, Well, I mean, I, I, I give a lot of credit to Aaron Donald in that because for sure. when you're game planning against Von Miller in Denver, you're like, okay, it's Von Miller. Like, yeah. that's double-team Von Miller. Worry about the rest of them. If someone else other than Von Miller sacks you, then, you know, good on them. But yeah. now you have Donald, who is an indefinite double team. And if you don't, yeah. it's a it's a mistake. And then Von Miller's running down on one-on-one matchups. Like it's it's hmm. a lot of that is attributed to the Aaron Donald effect. But yeah. still, Von Miller, he's a he's a veteran now. He's yeah. undoubtedly past his prime, but he mm-hmm. st- he's still going strong though. Just further adds to his first ballot Hall of Fame resume. He's doing He's doing great things. And, um, yeah, upcoming as well before the Super Bowl, the NFL Honors, which is the NFL award show. I like watching every year. Uh, I think it's Thursday, actually. So when you're seeing this episode, it'll be tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to that. Keegan-Michael Key. I, I always like watching that stuff. I just love the award shows and the jokes they make beforehand. So that should be fun. Um, but we're going to give our predictions now. And then let's move on to some of the fun stuff that we have planned. Because yeah. um, let's get that. Lachlan, what is your prediction for the Super Bowl? Um, so for the Super Bowl, I am going to say 27-16 in favor of the Rams. That's a very, very respectable score. And I have a similar final score, actually. I think the Rams are going to win, I'm going to say 30-17. Yeah. That's my guess. I just think they're going to pull away at the end. Yeah, that's, that's exactly my thinking as well. And they were, I remember, I, I think I think I said this three four weeks ago. They're my pick to win the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, I'm hope I hope I keep right about that because we had some terrible picks. Let me back at this. Well, yeah, I mean, I, the, you started off the, hot. You started off four. I was yeah, I was four and no six and zero. Oh. Six no, and zero. Oh, I started oh. I started six and zero. Oh, then the next week I went zero oh and four. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but it's it's hilarious back. because we, we you were the one originally to doubt the Bengals. At uh, home against the Raiders. Yep. Going back, you, you said the Raiders were going to get it done against Cincinnati. And then, and, and I then wasn't I, far off. I mean, that was, no, forget, that was a one possession game. Yeah. No, it, it absolutely was. Um, and you weren't, you weren't far off by any means, but it's just funny looking back now how, how Cincy, how we've, we've gone against Cincy every single week. Yeah. I've not picked them to win once yet. And yeah, I don't know. Just I, prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong once more in the Super Bowl. I also think that it it certainly does help. This game is being played at SoFi. That is absolutely in favor of the yeah. Rams. Not for a yeah. crowd reason. There's but comfortability there's there's comfortability. Home. There's got to be something special about playing the Super Bowl and getting dressed in your own locker room. Yeah, I mean that's really cool, and you know, yeah, for sure. So I'm looking forward to it. Lachlan, um, let's get to the fun stuff. Oh man. What do we have? What do we have? It's prop bet time. It is prop bet time, everybody. So we have a couple of fun prop bets for you. Um, just with simple stuff, and we'll 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 weigh in on this. But for the Super Bowl, it's betting season, and there's just so like if you if you research any prop bets, you can find so many just crazy ridiculous ones. Yeah. Um, so first one we're going, it's kind of obvious, is who's going to win the coin toss, Ty? I think the Bengals will win the coin toss. 
you know what? I'm going the same way. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Cause Burrow, Burrow's gonna pick Burrow's gonna pick heads and it's gonna or or actually or I feel like or no, the road team would pick the team in white picks, don't they? Yeah, it's technically yeah. not a home. It's technically it's, not it's home. not no, it's not a home game for the Rams. Um so so Stafford's yeah, gonna pick tails. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I think the so first one we'll say the Bengals will win, okay? Yeah, we'll Bengals see, are we're gonna, gonna win look back at these next week and see if these actually hit or not because we'll see. If we like could have been millionaires off what we're about to say right now. Yeah. So the next one, the next one, this this one's good. One, this one's a good one. The national anthem. So this year, the national anthem is sung by Mickey Guyton. Um, and the over the over under on the national anthem, according to some betting odds here. Minus 147 for over 95 seconds and under 95 seconds is plus 110. 95 seconds, a minute and 35 seconds. 35 right there. Yeah. I what, think. What do you, what do you, are you hammering the over or under on this one? It's so tough because I actually saw a TikTok on this and Mickey Guyton is, is a, they call her literally, I'm not making this up. Her name was, her nickname was Quickie Mickey or something like that because she's known for racing through national anthems. However, this is the Super Bowl. You know, it might be more like take your time, have fun with it, or it might be like you're crapping your pants singing in front of <laughs> 300 million people. No, I, I don't think, I don't think, I think the last thing that Super Bowl, that people singing the anthem at Super Bowl is think about is like, being nervous about singing in front of that many people because that's what I'm saying. I hope that's what they I do. You know, like <laughs> so I. That's why I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'll take over a minute thirty-five. You're going. You're going over, but not by much. But I'll take it over. You know what? I was. I was gonna. If if you, I was hoping you went under because that that because you were doing research into into Mickey Guyton, but because I wanted I wanted to join the overs club, but I will go. I will go under. I, I, I think she, she stays true. By the way, those odds on the over-under, uh, minus 47 for the over, plus 110 for the under. I wonder if just like off the top of my head, if like people have to decide, have to sign who are working on the show and working on the performance, like agreements not to bet or go over or something like that. Because there's they, definitely, they there, there has to be some clauses. Yeah, there, there's the got to be. Because there's, there's no way you're like, you're like a stage manager or no, not even a stage manager. You like help put together the set yeah. at SoFi. Mm. There's no way you haven't heard her sing the full rendition and like, haven't timed it. Yeah. Or even like, you know, sometimes they do special effects for these things. Sometimes yeah. there's, there's sound effects in between certain lyrics of the national anthem. So you have to take, that has to be taken into account and people, I'm sure like you said, rehearsals, you got to know something about what's going to happen. So I don't know. That's, that's an interesting thought, but yeah. So you're under, I'm over for that one. So, um, the next one, again, these are so, these are so funny. The next one, Super Bowl halftime show, right? We have Dr. Dre. Mary it's a loaded J- lineup. This yeah. Is a Dr. Loaded Dre, lineup. Snoop Dogg, Kendrick, Eminem, and Mary J. Bliggy. I think that's how you say it. I think I couldn't tell you. I'm probably wrong on that. Likely. So sorry to anyone who is a fan. Um, artist, artist to perform first. Dre is plus one fifty. Mary J plus two hundred. Snoop plus three seventy five. Kendrick plus six fifty. Eminem plus seven hundred. 
Ty, who do you, who do you, who do you think is going to perform first at the Super Bowl halftime show? I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you, I don't think it's going to be for Eminem's definitely, I think he's going to be middle of the pack. I don't think he's going to be last. I think he's going to. Eminem will be like, yeah, I, I agree with that. Cause I feel like Eminem, they'll, they'll do some of his like more upbeat songs. I feel like. Absolutely. Uh, but I think yeah. it's going to be a combination of Snoop Dogg and Dre. Yeah. I think so. Oh God. Probably give the edge to, to, that's so tough. I'm just kidding. Like, t- there's so a wrong. lot of artists at play here. Like I remember yeah, yeah. last I remember last year the big art the big thing was which song is the weekend gonna perform first. But yeah. now that we have a variety of artists, it's like it's 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 crazy difficult yeah. to try and decide who absolutely but just for, for the sake of doing this, I'm gonna say that Snoop Dogg performs first, followed closely after by Dr. Dre, where they're gonna come in and do yeah. something together. What about you? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Kendrick. Okay. I'm. I'm going with. I'm going with Kendrick. I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like they might come out strong with like humble or something like that. They might just like get the crowd going right off the hop and just. Oh, you're. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I have. I have a strange. I have a strange feeling that the, that the. Uh, the the producers or coordinators for it are like a little bit too old to be into this kind of into like the into like Kendrick's music because he's more sure. he, he's a lot newer than sure. uh than Eminem or or Dr. Dre or Snoop yeah. so so I feel like there's they're, they're gonna like they're gonna be like hammering his uh his popular songs so I don't know no I, I think totally. I, I think I think Kendrick I think Kendrick will, will surprise people you know that's the other I'm thing you don't have since you have so many artists you don't have many time to you don't have much time to go into the deep tracks you, you, yeah you, you gotta go you gotta go with your big stuff right yeah, exactly. the, the stuff that that you know it's it's provocative what does that even mean? Gets the people going. Gets the people going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's some uh, betting odds. By the way, Eminem, Eminem and Kendrick are the two highest at plus seven hundred and plus six fifty respectively. Mm. Just thought I should throw that out there. Um. Lastly, we don't have betting odds on this, unfortunately. But opening kickoff, Ty, will the opening kickoff be returned? Or will it be a touchback? So you made a great point about this before the show. Obviously, SoFi Stadium is—it's not technically a dome because there's still you still open there's a roof. Side, but the weather is not affecting the game. In like, um, if it's extremely cold, maybe or extremely warm, of course. But like, um, wind-wise and wind factor. Um, so that being said. I think the kick will go out the back of the end zone for a touchback. That's just damn. That's just me. I, and see, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think the same thing. And I hate to like, I hate to, when we only have two of us, I hate to like go with the person and yeah. agree. Cause obviously when you disagree, it makes it a little bit more interesting. Oh, for sure. But, but to play devil's advocate, I mean, yeah, it very well could be returned. I mean, we saw it. Um, was it but, it, here, but here's, here's the craziest thing about this prop bet is we're making the assumption based on the fact that we have no clue who won the toss. Yeah. We have, we have no clue whether Evan McPherson or, or Matt Gaze is uh, kicking that off. If it's McFarlane, and that's the other thing. Mc, too. McPherson and McPherson's probably putting it through the uprights. Yeah. No, that guy's exactly. probably that's so amped up to get going. He's probably like putting that through the uprights for, for a, on exactly. the field. Okay. 
no you made a good point it's it's about that as well and even uh nerves play a huge factor, especially maybe not if you're quarterback as much or as they're a veteran but if you are if you're a kicker you're kicking off the most viewed like single viewed television spectacle perhaps of the year um this super bowl should have great ratings by the way it should it should have great yeah, ratings. because it's the people's super bowl the people's you, literally like we both want the rams to win but i'm sitting yeah. here right now if the rams don't win i might be a little sad but man would it be so cool to see the friggin cincinnati Bengals win the super bowl it would be really cool i don't none of these like, teams have won a super bowl before so that's interesting too but um but yeah sorry nerves do play a factor you talk you look at uh pat mcafee who talks about on his uh, his show there was a clip i'm a huge fan of that show where he talks about kicking off the super bowl uh when he played in it against the saints and he was basically saying like he was crapping his pants he just wanted to make sure he got good contact because that's what you aim for you don't really care about where it is good contact just, just as get long that as thing out the back of the as zone. long as you don't uh as long as you don't kick it out of bounds yeah don't kick it out of bounds just get it out the back of the end zone so that plays a factor so i think that's I yeah think I, I think we yeah we i think we both mutually agree that it'll be it'll be a touchback it'll be at the back of the end zone for sure yeah but yes yeah, so those those are we, we thought we'd mix it up a little bit and have some fun with those prop bets because and again if you guys any of you listening or watching at home if you guys want to go and research your own prop bets there's some awesome ones out there oh, yeah. you can you can you can go down a, a very deep rabbit hole finding uh super bowl prop bets it's a good time and um, speaking of good times, thank you for joining us for our Super Bowl special. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I, we mentioned this. You mentioned this at the start, Ty. What's what's going to be your meal of choice for the Super Bowl? Oh, what's, that's I, great... I, I want to I want to hear I want to hear your your playbook as to as, as when it comes to Super Bowl meals and specifically like your game day playbook. That's because ob- obviously it's nothing but salads and water throughout the week. What a phenomenal! Oh, dude, I, I haven't, I, I, I barely ate anything the last couple of days. Yeah, just pounding the liquids, and when I said liquids, it's just mostly water. Just drink water. Yeah, um, get your exercise in, and just make sure the day after the Super Bowl, you might want to fast for like four days after. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, oh my goodness! So that's a phenomenal question, by the way. That's a great question. I, I forgot that we mentioned last week that we would talk about meals. Um, not a bit. It's a cool thing playing. First of all, just basically, you're a clown if you're not having wings on the Super Bowl. It, it, yeah. Either some combination of pizza on its own or wings on its own yeah. or wings and pizza. You're a clown if you don't have any one of those items on the menu. Uh, I think it's I read a cool thing or I saw this somewhere that the Super Bowl is the is the only second of Thanksgiving in a day in the year in America where the most food is consumed. Super Bowl is second, followed behind Thanksgiving, which is, not, I mean, that's just, that's that tells you how big the Super Bowl is, which is really cool. And yeah. Thanksgiving is also synonymous with football, which is awesome. But personally, you want some kind of like I know at my house we're having take, take me take me through like a like take me through like a day like a morning even in the morning, <laughs> like the I morning, like, the, I I gotta right you know let's I just lay all, it all out there. We got this all planned out in the morning. We're having like um. A relatively light breakfast it's actually i never go fun fact i never go to mcdonald's unless it's for breakfast which is once breakfast wow every little while and i've always i thought they i think they have a great breakfast and i get this weird thing egg McMuffin. kind of but it's called a chicken mcmuffin which is fairly new in canada it's only been around i think it's been around the last past year 
it's basically just a one other like piece of chicken like you would get in a junior chicken or something like that in between the egg mcmuffin and i add an egg to it and it has a bit of mayo and it's it's and i also put i get a hash brown i'm one of those weird guys who puts their hash brown in their sandwich oh geez it is it is phenomenal so that's the breakfast that's the morning thing nothing too oh big. my god for lunch maybe like don't not even really having lunch right but maybe like a little chicken or salad or something like that but then you go to dinner and oh my god oh my you're just well, yeah, you no, you could, yeah. Yeah. you're having first of all appetizer um and in that appetizer a dip of some kind nachos or, yeah, yeah. Gotta. nachos gotta one or two regular chips my mom makes a great um crab cheese dip which is really good or wow. something along those lines. so i mean i always look forward to that yeah. and then for, for dinner wings of course a little bit of homemade pizza okay and then also obviously drinks and whatnot uh, i won't say what kind of drinks but I yeah, yeah, yeah. Was what yeah, no, yeah, yeah we got it we got it i don't think yeah when people drink on the super bowl and then um obviously some kind of dessert whatever that is to you at my house we have this great thing where it's a uh, cookie dough like cookie dough balls covered in milk chocolate that are frozen and put back to room temperature and my mom does them in the shape of a little football so i mean that is that's just, crazy so it's it's a fun that's, day to wow that's why you got to have a light meal working off the week because you actually want to be hungry for when you eat your Super Bowl meal and enjoy yes. it. Lachlan, do you have a plan? Because I assume you're going to be watching this in Massachusetts. Yes, that's funny. We have we Shake have Shack and Dunkin' Donuts. No, I, I oh. Dunkin' Donuts. Tim Hortons is way better. What a um, joke. But uh, we, actually have a, we actually have a game. We have, we have a home game on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, no. Well, in yeah. the morning, though, in the afternoon, right? Yeah, no, yeah, we, we have a game in the afternoon at 3.30 on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, well, you're going to have to run home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, make an injury in the second period. No, <laughs> no, no. We'll be, we'll be good. But uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a regular like, kind of like game day routine for me. Like, we'll have a game Saturday, so I'll come sure. home Saturday night, you know, have, a, have dinner after the game, whatever, and get a good night's rest, wake up have a good breakfast, probably make myself like an omelet or something, maybe yogurt, and, omelet, yogurt and berries before the game, make a smoothie, Absolutely. have a little light lunch, some chicken and salad before the game. And then after the game, it depends if, if we're doing anything as a team, Sure. because if we're doing like, if, if we're going to like someone's house or something, watching Super Bowl, then like yeah, we might order like pizza or wings or something like that. Sure. But if I'm not sure what we're doing here, like I, I have no clue what we're going to be eating here because, um, we just really eat whatever like our our billet mom cooks for us so yeah even like, i hear it's good meals though. honest oh yeah the meals have been fantastic here no complaints but whatever no really pockets really whatever whatever she cooks we're just like we're like oh yeah we'll totally eat that Calvin it down so i i i honestly have in the morning it's gonna be like a normal kind of like game day meal kind of thing but after that i really don't know i, I might have to call an audible you know, absolutely. You got people are gonna have to call audibles all the time. I mean, last year we made a rookie mistake of ordering our wings too late. And oh wings, yeah, you oh yeah, that was bad. It's the most in demand thing during a any football game, of course, but like particularly the Super Bowl. So make sure you order from a, just my advice here. Order from a local place. Don't be ordering from the next town over 20, 30 minutes away. Because my Uber guy last year called us and was like. 
I've been waiting here for an hour and a half and I can't wait any longer. I'm dipping. I'm like, well, thanks John for ruining my Super Bowl meal. So we had to like, we, we call an audible and we ended up getting wild wing, which I found out now, if you get the regular non-breaded wings, they are very good. And that's actually what I'm having for the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. So you just got to plan ahead. It's, yeah. it's a methodical process. Absolutely. It has to be. If it works out, it's one of the best nights of the year. It should be for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I think that was interesting. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I mean, we talked about a lot of things Super Bowl this episode, and again, a lot we we focused a lot more on football. If you've watched our Super Bowl special in the past from last year, we did didn't really talk much football. I mean, it was it was just it was it was trivia mixed with questions about where Kansas City is. It's just and... pure comedy on both of our parts. Just yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was, it was, good, it was good stuff. And this was fun too. I mean, yeah. the Super Bowl by nature is a mix of entertainment and sport. And I read, obviously it's like, I think around 35, 30% of the people who watch the Super Bowl are there to watch the ads of the halftime show. They're actually not there. Oh to watch yeah. The ads should be crazy too. Yeah. So the Man, ads are I, always great. The last year, I remember they, the Bud Light night just got killed. Yeah. You got like pushed off a cliff last year in like the Super Bowl commercial. I remember we were in, but both of us were in boarding last year and we were just kind of like, look, we're like, what? Yeah. Like we all, like we're all, I remember in, in one of our rooms, cause we were in different houses last year. Right. So in, in our room, we were watching the game. We're like, did they just kill the Bud Light night? Yeah, that guy's like, gone. I'm pretty sure, po- I'm pretty sure Post Malone was in that ad. And- yeah. Yeah, yeah was, but there's, I, I don't know. There's there's gonna be like there's gonna be all kinds of shenanigans because for for a thirty second time slot, it's like a couple million dollars, isn't it? For oh, Super oh, yeah. Bowl. Oh, definitely. It's it's, it's crazy. There's gonna be a thirty second crypto ad this year, and they paid six. Really? They played six. They paid six point five million dollars for a thirty second slot. Which all is, in uh, Dogecoin. All in Dogecoin. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the best spectacle sporting spectacle in the world while the Olympics are going on bit of a mess over there in, in Beijing for some, some things actually one of, one of my teachers is a producer of the hockey games, of the Olympics he's in Beijing right now, which is pretty wow, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. But he's, um, he's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's on a strict schedule and uh, a lot of weird things. So yeah, yeah. this is certainly going to overshadow the Olympics. I hate to say that a little but, bit. I mean, this, any, uh, the, the other thing is the Olympics go on for, a couple weeks at a time. Right. So, yeah. um, the Super Bowl is a, is a one night spectacle that everyone just kind of enjoys. Definitely. A bunch of people will be watching a bunch of celebrities going to be there. Dave yeah. is going to be there. I think he's still banned from NFL games for the next 400 years. Yeah. Lifetime um, ban probably. I don't know, but yeah. anyway, I think we, I think we've covered everything we needed to cover here. I think yeah. It's just been a Super Bowl episode. It's been, a, it's been a mix of fun and football like the actual Super Bowl, and we hope you all enjoy it. This is the last official, like, football episode, I guess, during the season. Yeah, fancast, which is um, nuts. Yeah, it's, it's it's been a pleasure. 23 weeks, 23 episodes doing this. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us through this journey, and we hope you all enjoy the Super Bowl. I mean, it should be a great one. All More than anything, as long as it's a good game. That's all we Yeah, I hope both teams have fun. Yeah, <laughs> I hope Joe Burrow doesn't get killed in the first quarter. Yeah, well, but uh, yeah, this this just about wraps up episode twenty three of the Fantasy Cast. Here, um, we will be back next week. We will be back for a little bit of Super Bowl recap. We'll also have a special interview for you as well. 
So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. And that that interview will be fantasy football related. So if you have been missing our fantasy football content, next week will be will be a good one for sure. Um, but for now, we hope you all get some rest, relaxation in. Eat healthy, damn it. Until... Eat, eat, health, eat healthy until, until Sunday night. And you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. You know, here's a game that uh, circled on the calendar. Well, Chris Collinsworth, no. Here's the uh, no, no. Yeah. We've we, we probably yeah. We, we love we, Chris, and Chris is actually calling the Super Bowl without Michaels. I'm yeah, of course, sure. of course. Yeah, they switch every year when network, but we landed on a good one this year. I don't yep. know how many more years Al Michaels will be broadcasting. He's getting up there in age, and he's one person. Probably my favorite of all time, but it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. So anyway, enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. And we will have recap next week on the Fantasy Cast. But for now, he's Ty White. I'm Lachlan McTagg. Have a great Super Bowl, everybody.